ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Doctor Script Podcast, where we script doctor your favorite shows, movies, and short movies, if you want to talk about what we're talking about today. I am joined by the lovely Dr. Sam. I think you should just call me Dr. Seuss, because that's what we're getting into today. You guys didn't think we would do another one of these. No, you didn't. But we did, because in honor of Halloween, or whatever holiday this is celebrating, yeah. which is not Halloween, whatever, we're talking about Halloween is Grinch Night. Grinch Night. And you know what, Sam? I'm glad you're doing this podcast for less than a dollar and 50 cents. Hey, I wouldn't do this podcast <laughs> for $66 and 60 cents. Oh, whoa. Oh, what did we, what did we just watch, man? So most people probably don't know what this is. It, back in the 70s and 80s, different different uh, TV studios or straight-to-video uh, companies would uh, pay Dr. Seuss and his company a bundle of money to make them new specials. So this one aired on ABC as like a Halloween special. Like I guess one year when they couldn't get Charlie Brown, they paid Dr. Seuss to make a Halloween Grinch special. And boy, is it something. Listen, here's here's the story of the, the Grinch on Grinch Night. Is one night in fall, the winds start blowing, and they make this chain reaction of things that bother the Grinch. They make the the gree, the gree grumps in their tree stumps start screaming, and then the waters that hold the woos, woos, water beasts start screaming as well. And when all those things combine together... The Grinch is unhappy, so the way that he gets happy is he decides he's going to go into Whoville and scare everybody. And just scare the shit out of people. This has happened enough times that everyone's prepared for it. There is a Grinch alert system for this specific day in fall that happens when he gets so upset that he wants to go into town and just mess with everybody. Yes, and they have their own little guy that will be, like, giving updates like a weatherman. Like, all right, right now, uh, the, the howlings are still howling, and that is causing this to happen, and the Grinch is on his way. Um, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better, guys. This is uh, Person Mix Persington or something like something that. Something like that, and it's just... Do, maybe, do you want to just do a summary before we say our actual thoughts, just so we can get it out there right away? Because I think talking about what I think about it will be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's just dump it, jump in and uh, try and summarize this. Um, so, yeah, we open with it's a bunch of this family coming together. Uh, they're prepping for something. We yeah, don't really get... They, they're like raking leaves, but his rake isn't touching the leaves. Uh, and the entire town is just like, you know, it's a sunset. So they're getting ready for nighttime. Everyone's having a good time in Whoville. And we go to this house with Josiah, Mariah, their son... Eucariah and two other children who we ne- never speak. Yes. And uh, basically, the father, Zachariah, uh, feels the winds blowing, and he knows what that means. Everyone's got to get inside. And then they start singing this song about all the things you shouldn't do because you're in danger, and that you wouldn't go out on the town for a dollar and fifty cents, or even two dollars and fifty cents. <sighs> yeah, they start. They and the thing with that joke is they keep coming back to it. Yes. This the, the whole time it's like I would not come out there for a dollar and 50 cents. And it's, then it's the, not like the, it's not like a new song, just the like this chorus of narration will interject and say you shouldn't go out there for $6.60, which and, and there's no song that accompanies it. That's just what they're saying. 
Yeah. And, or what they're singing. And it's just a weird thing that happens. And basically, then we cut to the Grinch up in his tower, and he's like, I'm so mad that this is happening that I want to go down and scare everybody. Max, come out here. And his dog, Max, comes out. And you remember how Max was, you know, sad being with the Grinch on Christmas, but he had some sense of optimism. This is a destroyed, beaten down Max who is sad about everything in his life. Yeah, like, Jesus, they... Do we want to talk about his... He gets he gets harnessed to like this big uh, traveling elixir bus thing that uh, the Grinch has, and he's just like strapped to it and just walking, sadly walking, and all of a sudden we start hearing this voice singing, and while we're on Max, and at some point we realize that this is Max's inner voice like song, right. And he talks about how he had the good life before and how he used to have this family that loved him with uh, his Aunt Wolf. And he was fed from a silver spoon. But the weird part is the Grinch then chimes in and Sawyer looks like a dick about it, as the Grinch should be, you know. He's like, ha ha, are you missing your family? And I can't remember exactly, but he talks about how he, like, stole Max from him. And... It's, uh... It's really sad. It is really sad. And, like, we we don't really return to this feeling that Max has ever. He just has this interjection song where he just sings about how his life is awful now and, like, how he, he needs to go see a therapist. He's not doing well. Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if your owner is the Grinch, I feel like the therapy can only do so much for you at some point. True. I mean, it was, it's rough. And we get uh, rough, uh, but we get through that, and the Grinch is on his way down. And while everyone, while everyone's in lockdown, Eukariah, the little boy, is like, "I, I need to use the euphemism." What? Like he's like, "I need to use the euphemism," and then his dad's like, "Nobody uses the euphemism on Grinch night." And it's like, "What? What's the what's the euphemism?" And so he walks outside, and it turns out the euphemism is just the outhouse, like. <laughs> Where he's going to use the bathroom, which is kind of funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll give this special credit for that, where it's, it does that. But the winds are so strong, they start blowing Eukariah away, and he gets blown into the mountain where the Grinch lives. And that's when we cut the commercial break. After we're, after we're sold cigarettes and uh, Max's depression medication, <laughs> uh, we come back, and the town is still on lockdown, but Eukariah is now lost in Grinch Mountain, basically. And he eventually stumbles upon the Grinch who has fallen into, like, some thorny trees. Yeah. yeah. And he's, like, cha- the Grinch is now chasing this, like, endangered species. Yeah. And um, I looked it up. It's Sergeant Samuel McPerson. Mm-hmm. He's, like, giving play-by-play commentary. Like, oh, you would think uh, the Shergoshor would have immunity because his community is done or whatever. And... It, Just... It's, it's, it's like uh, if the Lorlax banged, like, you know, soap bubbles, basically, right? Yeah, that's basically if if the Lorax gave birth to a, a sentient soap bubble. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, or, or the Lorax had sex with bubbles and a Pokemon. That's basically what we would get. Yes. No, no I agree. Go catch it in the new update of Pokemon Go. It basically, as he chases this last living thing of its species he get, hits a bump and gets tossed into these thorny trees and he's picking all these things out of his butt and Eukariah shows up and Eukariah like sees the creature and he's like hello creature 
he sees Max and he's like, hello, doggy, and walks up and pets it. Mm -hmm. Not noticing that the Grinch is right there and not noticing that Max is attached to something. He's just like, what are you doing all alone out here? <laughs> like, well, are you stupid? Are you a stupid child who you do not see him attached to a giant cart that a giant green monster is on top of? Yeah, and then he keeps bringing it up like, hey, Grinch, you don't look so scary when I take my glasses off. And it's like, sick burn? Well, I thought the, I thought the whole twist was going to be that the kid doesn't need glasses at all. Because uh-huh. like he says, it actually looks better when I don't have my glasses on. And then his dad's like, put your glasses on. Then he's like, you actually don't look so scary when my glasses are off. And the Grinch is like, put your glasses back on. So I thought that was going to happen. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and then the kid's just, you know, the, the Grinch moves on without the kid. Uh, but the kid realizes that the Grinch is heading into town and he wants to save everybody yes. from the torment. So he tries to get run down the mountain and he gets in the way of the Grinch. And then the Grinch is like, you, this isn't even worth my $2.87. Yep. Again, why are you bringing this back? That's such an odd joke. An There's odd a lot of callback. things I wouldn't do for like $6.87. Yeah, well, the first time it brings up the, it's Eucharist dad singing. He's like, I wouldn't go out there for a dollar and fifty cents. And I get inflation's been bad recently. <laughs> but I don't think a dollar and fifty cents is enough to go out there with a possible, with the Dr. Seuss version of a terrorist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. That's how you're... Basically, so like, Eucharist gets in the way of the Grinch. And the Grinch is like, I'm not going to deal with you. And he goes around Eucariah. And then Eucariah gets in the way of the Grinch again. Yep. And, but this time it's different for some reason. Well, because the Grinch is like, I had enough of your shit. I'm going to scare you to shit. And then he uh, he's like, oh, God, this is a really weird scene where he's like, all right, Eucariah, come up here. Yeah, it's and a full, like, minute to two minutes of the Grinch saying, come here, little boy. Yeah. Come closer. Uh. Come closer. Eucariah, come to me. Like, he knows his name, oh, and it, it lasts a while. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. He's just like, here, little boy, I need to show you something in my, like, whatever van. Yeah, he's starting to take this kid up to his van, <laughs> uh, and the kid climbs up, and then the Grinch is like, all right, now let me scare you, and, and he, he pulls a trap door. And then the kid, like... <sighs> He just starts tripping balls, basically. Like, you would think the Grinch, like, gave him some type of acid or something to eat. Like, Which, you know, I honestly think most of these specials are just so Dr. Seuss can take acid. Yes, and just come up with all these crazy ideas. But he, like, opens the trap door and, like, this balloon head of the Grinch pops out. And suddenly we're transported to this, like, other location where this Eucariah is just being chased by all these scary things. And the whole, like, the chorus is, like, singing about Grinch night. If you think about it, it's what I remind, what it reminded me of. It was like when Pluto or Pluto, goddamn Dumbo, Dumbo gets wasted. <laughs> it's exactly like in that sort of vein, at least, where it's just like trippy shits happening. It's a little off and out of place. It's a it. Uh, the thing is, also, I feel like they just p- took pictures of the book that this probably was based on and just like moved the camera. Like, oh, there's Ikaria and a weird monster. It's a bit, it's a bit yeah, lazy. It's it's. it's Pretty, it's pretty lazy. I mean, the imagery is pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, and, no, no, no. Completely. But, like, this, the sequence where, like, Eucharist is getting scared by these things is, like, decently good, but it lasts about as long as that same sequence where the Grinch is trying to call him up and say, come here, little boy. So it's not actually that long, and then all the scary stuff happens, and then Eucharist, like, faces down one of the creatures, and he's like, hmm. And then suddenly things fade back to normal. Eucharist closes the lid on the cart. Then the Grinch is like, I wonder how long this is taking. And Eucharist is like, hey, Grinch, 
I bet you didn't realize that the winds have stopped howling. And since the winds have stopped howling, the Greek grumps have stopped howling. And that means the waters have calmed down. And with the waters calm, the grumps <laughs> have stopped screaming. And he's like, you know what that means. And then the Grinch is like, oh, you're right. I can't be the Dr. Seuss terrorist if all the things that bother me have stopped bothering me. He's like, oh, I really Grinched this up. And then he's like, oh, I just got Grinched. And then for some reason, the color commentator, like Mr. McPerson, is like, I think we all got Grinched. Yeah, <laughs> Sergeant McPerson. Uh, and yeah, and then... Well, and then we, um, the Grinch wants to go back up, and he's like, come on, Max. And then the dog's like, he doesn't say this, but he, the dog's like, no. And he runs off to go be with Ukariah. And he just, the dog tackles him. And it's like licking him all over the place. And it's like, I'm glad, glad for Max. Yeah, good for Max. But then the Grinch, like, like grabs the cart and starts tugging it up the mountain. And it's like, you know, you think he's going to learn a lesson. But then at the end, he's like, it's okay. Because Grinch Night comes once every year. And it's so, like, oh. Oh, wow. And then Ukariah goes back down, reunites with his family. Max lives with him now. Uh, and everyone lives happily ever after until the next Grinch night. Or do they? Yeah. Well, they do. That's it. That's <laughs> uh, so, uh, so that that was the uh, the Grinch fright night. Um, it, yeah. Uh, the, just so you know, this was like such high caliber storytelling, editing, animation that this too also won an Emmy. Yeah, remember when we looked at the Grinch Grinch is the Cat in the Hat and that won the Emmy for Best Animated Program? This also won the Emmy for Best Children's Program. Uh, I, I hated this. I am so sorry <laughs> to say that. I hate saying that I hate things. But this was beyond bad. I... It's lazy. That's the main thing. There's a lot of fun ways you could do this with the Grinch. Like, arguably, between him and the Cat in the Hat, the most, like, iconic Dr. Seuss character. He's an asshole. He can do so... Like, Halloween is so up his alley. But it's not even Halloween. It's just called Grinch Night. It's yeah. Not a, it's just a day in the fall, and it's Grinch Night. And it's not about Halloween. Like, no one's dressed up or trick-or-treating. It's not a Halloween thing. Yeah, no. Um, I have no idea why out of all the avenues to go somewhere this was like the least you know creative thoughtful god and everything and everything's so lazy like they just keep they do these rhymes they keep rhyming and they keep taking up time and it's like i sniff something mariah can you take a whiff with me it's like oh and then they both whiff and they both smell that smell that well we shouldn't tell you because you know what it is and it's just lazy, awful stuff that takes up time, and it doesn't. Ha- There's no lesson or moral to it, which you would hope there would be in like a kid's story. The thing that he learns at the end is he just waits long enough for the winds to die down. Yeah, nothing yeah, you're ha- right. There is no lesson to this. Nothing happens. The kid gets blown away by the winds by coincidence. He stumbles upon the Grinch by coincidence. The one thing he does is try and stop the Grinch from going into town, and then the Grinch opens up this box of like scares. And the kid gets scared, it happens, and then after the scares are over, he's like, by the way, the winds are done, they're gone. And then the Grinch is like, ah, I Grinched up on that, and he goes back, and yeah, that's, there... That's it, there's nothing. Uh, 
Yeah. What else? What else is that? Like, and then Max leaves, but we only had that one like sad song, which is pretty impactful. Yeah. But there's no like conflict between them besides just you know Max being sad, and then we hear the song about how he felt. I have such such ideas for how to fix this, but I also want this to not exist. I don't. I don't think. I don't necessarily think this is harmful, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't do anything. You could put so many better things in its place, especially from the Dr. Seuss canon. Yeah, well, I won't disagree with that. I, I like the fact that it exists, just because it's one of those things, like, you probably had no idea this was a thing, and it's just like, wait, that, that this is like a who wants to be a millionaire question, like, alright, what a... Well, the, out of these four Dr. Seuss specials, which one isn't real? And it's like, you know, you've got the Grinch, Grinch, the Cat in the Hat, Grinch Knight, then some random one, and then, like, the Grinch on Arbor Day. And it's the Grinch on Arbor Day. Yeah. No. It, uh... But the... Oh, God. This... Pulling back the curtain a little bit. I didn't know that this special existed until Taylor introduced me to uh, the Grinch. Grinch is the cat in the hat. And he's like, wouldn't it be great if we kept doing, like, these Dr. Seuss specials? And I'm like, yeah. I think these, like, short ones would be fun. And maybe we'll do, like, the, the, the other How to, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas when this new one comes out in November. And now I'm sad. Yeah, it, um, I, I think it's just fun to do it with the Grinch because he's a fun character in general. Uh, definitely, they don't use him to his full potential in any of these besides the Christmas special. Yeah. It's a bummer because I thought these would be a lot more entertaining. Like, I mean, you could argue with the Grinch and Cat in the Hat. It's just like cool to see them there and like dick around with each mm-hmm. other. And this one, it's just like, all right, who the fuck is Ukariah? Yeah. Well, this uh, is the best time where you could make the Grinch at his Grinchiest. Mm-hmm. Like, Halloween is like, you know, him being awful and scaring people and doing doing the things that he's supposed to do, like, before he becomes a good guy. And it's just wasted on... And the Grinch doesn't do any of the scaring. All he does is pull open this trap door that's just filled with other things that are scary. Like, and he's just angry and his eyebrows move his eyebrows are sentient beings yeah that that do you think he's like that one guy in arresting development who doesn't have any hair and he uses all the fake eyebrows and everything yes that's what i imagine but he like the grinch just like at some point his first line of dialogue is i like eyebrows (laughs) tonight's a good night for eyebrows and then he calls over Max, and he's like, isn't tonight a good night for eyebrows? What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to dig into this body. All right. Do we want to uh, open up this uh, big bag of uh, let's, Grinchness? Let's see if we can do a heart transplant so it can grow three sizes this day. Hey. All right. Uh, let's dive into it. What uh, You seem to be a little more passionate about this than me, so what are you thinking? We cut down everything. <laughs> We cut all this shit out. So we can still start off the same way with a very happy town of people, but it's on ha- on Halloween, like the day before Halloween. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like getting ready for it. Like they're putting up their decorations. They're getting ready for fall. Everything's great. And then, you know, we can let the wind start blowing. It's okay. We can figure out a way for oh, that. All right. So th- this is uh, our version of this now. Yeah. So the winds can start blowing and everything's bad, but that's for them is the sign where they realize like what the what the season is because the Grinch comes down every night on this night whether there's like this bad stuff that happens or not so we still have that and this kid still goes you know into into his uh, home and then we cut to the Grinch up in his Grinch tower and instead of being angry at like the uh at what's happening around him he's excited he's ready to go and do his grinchy scaring 
and we and instead of like his song where he just stands on a ledge and sings for an uninterrupted two minutes. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. We see him do practice scares, or we see him do practice tricks. So we see him, like, it can just be innocent things, you know, like, oh, I'm going to egg someone's house, or, like, some <laughs> stupid shit like that. Or, like, We're going to totally TP Alpha House, man. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't, I don't have them right now. My, we just watched this. My brain is still not firing on all, right. all cylinders. But we see some practice tricks, and then he, you know, does one of them on Max. And like, oh, but yeah. Max is the way that he was in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, where he's kind of like a Stockholm Syndrome uh, uh, victim, where he like, he's still happy. Like whenever he's around the Grinch, he's still like smiling, but then bad things happen. He gets sad and he still goes along with the plans because the Grinch is his owner. Mm-hmm. But then after he gets, you know, after he gets Grinched, he gets very depressed and we can hear his song before they start going down the mountain, uh, where he like sings about, you know, how he's sad. Yeah, and then that's their relationship. And then the Grinch is like, all right, I'm ready to go down the mountain. And as they go down the mountain, I would want him and Max to have a little bit more interaction so that we can see, like... Because I think the special should honestly be kind of more about Max and the Grinch. Yeah. Because it's a relationship we already know that Max, you know, does whatever the Grinch says because he's loyal. And the Grinch just takes advantage of that kindship. So, so yeah, the Grinch is still a dick to Max throughout this. Yeah, the Grinch is still a dick to Max, but Max, you know, reluctantly goes along, but he's like, I need to get out of this, you know, I, I, I'm so not happy here. And uh, Ukariah, still, I don't have much of a story for Ukariah, he's still the same kind of kid, but he's like, I feel like he's braver. I would want him not to be blown away by the winds, mm-hmm. but to tell his parents, hey, I'm going to go use the euphemism. And then instead, he's like steps outside and just lets the winds take him like up to Grinch Mountain. Okay. And then that's when he goes and wanders and tries to find the Grinch. And I guess the Grinch can still chase the endangered species. I don't have too much of a problem with it, I guess. But it's like, such a whatever. It's such know? a whatever thing. So I guess at that point, Ukariah like defends the the endangered species, and then the Grinch is like, "You step away from there. I am terrorizing this creature." And then Ukariah, you know, does his whole thing. Ukariah sees Max, and then he's like, oh, you're a good dog. Do you want to come home with me? And then there becomes more tension there where Ukariah wants to take Max. Grinch sees that, and he's like, hey, no, that's my dog. And then we have more of that kind of stuff. And the Grinch pulls out a scare for Ukariah. Mm-hmm. And Ukariah is, like, a little bit scared by it, but he's like, I'm not going to be, uh, you know, dissuaded from this. But he's distracted by the scare, so the Grinch gets away. And then Ukariah is like, oh my god, the he's still heading to town, I need to stop him again. Stop, gets in the way of the Grinch, and the Grinch is like, alright, here's another scare. It's like a second scare that's a little bit bigger than the first one. He's like, oh, I'm scared, but he's like, I, I, can, I, I can do this. Well, I don't know if I can do this. And then he's, you know, asks Max, do you want to be this guy's owner, or do you want to come home with me? And then the Grinch is like, you don't get to answer this question. And he goes around him, and then Ukariah is like, alright, I need to stop him again. And he stops the Grinch, and he's like, that's it, Grinch. If you want to get through, you have to let out all your big scares on me. So you see Ukariah scared, but he knows he needs to stop what's happening. Right. So he, the Grinch is like, fine, here are my scares. And hopefully the Grinch can participate in the sequence this time around. Yeah. So that he's the one who's actually scaring this kid. But you can also have the creepy imagery. Uh, and then Ukariah gets through it, and he realizes that the Grinch is just this sad creature who doesn't have anybody and he's not scared by him anymore closes the trap door or whatever and ends it and is like Grinch you uh you don't understand like you have no power over me you can't if you can't scare this five year old boy that I am how could you scare an entire town 
And he's like, you're right. I need to go back and work on my tricks for all year until it's Grinch night again. He's like, you're, thank you for this point. I'll, I'll leave you alone for now. And the Yukari is like, great. He's like, Max, do you want to come with me? And then the Grinch is like, no, Max stays with me. And then Max is like, I'm sorry, but he's my owner. And so Max sadly goes back with the Grinch. And the Grinch is like, I'm going to keep planning until next year's Grinch night. And Yukari is like, I'll see you then. And he goes back home and he's, uh, and then he's like, oh, family, I, st- I saved us from Grinch night. They're like, great. And he, he goes up to, instead of the twins that he has, now there's a little sister. And he's like, oh, my sister, Cindy Lou, <laughs> I hope you never have to encounter the Grinch in your days. And she's like, oh, that would be scary, but I think I'd be okay. And then the Grinch goes back up with Max and he's like, that's it. I'm planning for, for, uh, for an attack next year. But the, the plot twist is we then cut to Christmas. Oh, snap. And then he gets super angry at Christmas and we cut out. All right, all right. I like that. So uh, that's that's so that's my long-winded pitch. Sorry for taking up so much time, everybody. But that's how I that's how I imagine this to work. If we want to make it better, because this bothered me so much. I I like your version a lot. Um, what if, I'm trying to spitball here. What if Max is originally Yukari's dog, mm-hmm. and it's him, Yukari, and his sister that both get lost. Maybe not Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. Maybe it is. Is that... Mm, I'm going to say it's not her. Okay. Um, but they both get taken away, and then Max goes to try and find them. And this is when the Grinch is coming down, whatever. And they do the Fright Nights, and Grinch has the sister now, mm-hmm. and it's Yukari and Max, and the Grinch is like, I need one of you to come up and be my helper or whatever. And then, like, you know, because we can hear Max, I guess, in this. Yeah. What if Max is like, oh, I'll do it, like, for the U.S. sister or whatever. And then it's, like, Max's decision to go and leave. It's, like, a little sad. Like, because, yeah. you know, if we're going to get to it, this story is really about Max's journey. I mean, yeah, I feel from, like that's kind of what we're doing right now is we're turning this into Max's story. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it works better because the Grinch, since he's not supposed to be a good guy... That's like that, and Yukariya isn't much of a character. I mean, it is. I mean, yeah, it is. Because we're not we're not trying to change the entire story. No, we're no, no, to, no. You no. know, doctor it a little bit. Yeah, it it is Yukariya's story overall. I would say, but the thing is, Yukariya is not saying like, "Wow, I'm really scared." Before this, the whole time he's like, "Hey, Dad, this doesn't seem that scary." Like, I would go out there for a dollar fifty cents. And Dad, like, if if Yukariya was scared about it before and then had to face his fears, it's one thing. But Yukari is just like, yo, I'm going to do this for my friends and family. And then maybe I'll get some cake out of it. I don't know. Maybe a cookie and milk. That'd be pretty lit. That'd be pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do like that it becomes Max's story a bit more. Yeah. I want the Grinch to be more in the front and center at times. Because he, in everything that we've watched with him, he's never the focal point of a lot of it. He's just like the guy that's a dick. Like, I get yeah. he should be the main antagonist. But he's like... So much, like he's the title character. Yeah, like, he should be in it more, and that's why he should be able to. You should be able to see more of his antics and scaring people, rather than just being like, "I've got a trap door full of scares," or "Here's this kid, and here's this family, and here's General McFear McPerson mm-hmm. that is going to color commentate, but we're not going to see him. We're not going to see the Grinch. Like he, he definitely needs to be more, more front and center in this whole thing. Yeah, and I think he does do more to. In your version, he does a little bit more to actually get there. What do you think if he actually, like, gets to town? 
what do we what do we do there? Uh, if he actually gets to town, I don't know because if I think if he gets to town, then it should be a similar to how the Grinch stole Christmas that this kid should make, give him a change of heart. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. if he if he gets stopped on his way there, he could still be evil. Maybe he's still evil, and then Max is like, "Stop this now, and I'll be your assistant." Maybe I don't know. I feel it. Because it is it is hard because the thing is like the Grinch can't change too much in this, like this is out of the, all the ones that we've seen like how the Grinch stole Christmas and the Cat in the Hat. Mm-hmm. In the end, the Grinch is a good person at the end, and there's some like change to him. But in this, afterwards, he's still a dick. Yeah, like he's nope, still an asshole. He's not changed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to if he gets to town and how to fix him that way. The only way I can see it is just is keeping the same path just changing what happens along the path. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. I, I think there's a fun thing. There's a fun idea there that if he gets to town and what he does with it and, like, mm-hmm. when he stops, there's something there. There's, there's something there. There's some interpretation of that. Do we want to talk about the controversy oh, of this film? This is, this is an interesting controversy because this is what I thought the second that this special was over. Where does this take place in the Grinch mythology? In the Dr. Seuss-verse. Like, where, what's the whole because, backstory? So, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, the Grinch has Max, and he goes to town, but then he has a change of heart and becomes a good guy. Mm-hmm. In this story, the Grinch is a bad guy. He ends up staying a bad guy, but he doesn't have Max at the end of the story, which prompts people, and myself included, to wonder when this happens because the TV special came out 11 years after How the Grinch Stole Christmas TV special. Right. So where does this fall in line? Because you could say that this falls in line before which would make sense because he's evil then he becomes good at the end of How the Grinch Stole Christmas but Max is not his dog anymore because Max is left to go live with Ukariah. Right. But then if the How the Grinch Stole Christmas comes first that ruins all the progress that happened in How the Grinch Stole Christmas because he becomes evil again in this one and then Max leaves him. Yeah, it's it, it's an actual legit controversy online yes. about this. Like, it's I, stupid. So what, what camp do you think this is? Uh, this is definitely a prequel on my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a prequel too that on the next Grinch night he steals Max back and then... Two months later, Christmas happens. Yeah. It's basically what it probably is. Yeah. Either way, there's, like, some weird continuity errors. Like, we do have to fill it in in our own sites. Uh, I just find it hilarious that this is an actual controversy online. Well, that's why I like my version better, because (laughs) at the end of my version, Max stays with him, and then Cindy Lou is Ukariah's sister, and then it's just two months after Grinch night that Grinch becomes good. I mean, this feels like an argument like two people on Reddit had, and then someone was like, you know, I better put this in that Wikipedia thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's so out there, but I love it. This is why but, I love the internet. But also, this means that the special had to have gotten to a good number of people, because there wouldn't be a controversy. Like, there are prequel backers, and there are sequel backers. There are people that take sides on this. It's amazing. This It's truly, truly incredible. I hope people don't actually ever watch this special. <laughs> I, I think it's fun just because, like, it's an out-there idea. It's 25 minutes. It's 25 minutes. It's an out-there idea. It just doesn't do anything. It, it's honestly... It makes things that are labeled Dr. Seuss just seem worse. Because it's, it's very lazy. It's the... 
when people make parodies of Dr. Seuss and they do the funny names and they have the songs, like, I feel like this is really what they're making fun of because this is the one where they just abuse it to all hell. Whereas in other ones, like, at least it's, at least it's fun. Like if you, you know, the Lorax, like he's got the, the trees that make the thneeds mm-hmm. and that, that those are silly words, but they add up to something. So how, is this better or worse than Cat in the Hat versus? A hundred percent worse. Yeah. Oh my God. The Grinch Grinch is the cat in the hat is like, at least there was a story there. At least there's a conflict. At least the two of them have differing ideals and they try and figure out how to succeed. Mm-hmm. This has nothing. This is just the Grinch got mad and wants to go to town and a kid gets lost and stops the Grinch from going to town. And there's a sequence towards the end where he's a little scary and that's it. Yep, nope, I agree. If, uh, if I'm doing the power rankings of uh, the Dr. Seuss verse, oh, of course. Uh, definitely number one is uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Definitely just top classic top right top there. Top. Everyone's up there doing that. Uh, number two. Grinch. Grinch, Grinch the cat hat. Yeah, Grinch vs. Cat in the Hat. You know, it's a controversial thought. I know, hot takes here. You know, number three right now, I'm going to put the Grinch's Halloween Night. Yeah, in the Grinch trilogy, in the Grinch hand-drawn animated Dr. Seuss trilogy. Uh, I believe that's a correct, the correct order. Yeah, it's definitely like the uh, the, the Hobbit of the. <laughs> it's the Thor of the Dark World of uh, <laughs> uh, of the Doctor Seuss trilogy. You know, when we start on this adventure. I had no idea we would be talking about Doctor Seuss this much. Neither did I. I'm, I'm like very happily surprised <laughs> that it is though. Honestly, it's on uh, because I was very interested in seeing how this uh, new cat, or sorry, cat in the hat, how this new Grinch film turns out, and. I have a feeling we're going to eventually talk about that, too, just based off everything I've seen. Maybe in a very short amount of time, we're going to be talking about How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes. Or this new movie, which is just called The Grinch. If you had asked me when we first started this, if we would have done these movies, I would have been like, holy crap, how high are you, man? Like, yeses. But But hey, we're we're the people who did a whole month on Star Wars and uh, Jaws the Revenge. Yep, Jaws the Revenge. We really got into that one. uh, So much more. And, you know, I'm not, it's not the worst. Well, all right. It's not the worst thing that's ever been made, but it's not great. No. And I, I I would want to expect more from Dr. Seuss just because of how much of a legacy he has Mm -hmm. that you would, you just would hope that there would be more to it. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, like, I feel like Dr. Seuss really doesn't have a high batting average. Because it's just, like, the classics of Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Cat in the Hat. You can argue, like, Green Eggs and Ham, but, like, I feel like in general, like, he's not known for his, you know, the film parts of it. Yeah, you know Dr. Seuss for the stories, but when you go back and look at all the TV specials, like, the, the ones that people look at as classics are How the Grinch Stole Christmas... I, I don't even think the cat in the hat is like, is it fully animated or is it just the one where it like takes the screenshots of the book and there's animation? There's, it's like lazily done. Okay. It's not the best, but. But yeah, if you're going to do the specials, it's Grinch, Cat in the Hat, The Lorax. Uh, Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, I guess that one counts Which too. also, fun fact, the Grinch makes a cameo in that. Yep, he does. He, uh, uh, he's singing, uh, we are here, we are here, we are here at the end. Mean Horton, here's a who takes place after How the Grinch Stole oh, Christmas. Jesus. There's too many things to think about. We need Kevin Feige to come in and really, uh, really like, make the Seuss universe better, man. Yep, but, uh, no, I think it's just those and then all the other, like, TV animated specials, like, don't really hold up that well. No. Because all the books are fine. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, how do you make the short film of one fish, two fish, three fish? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you make it. You make it an action franchise <laughs> where one fish is looking for two fish, 
and redfish and bluefish don't get along. It's a commentary on American politics. Oh shit. Yep. That's how. That's where we're going with this. Uh, let's do it. Let's send it. Full send. Uh, cool. I'm gonna pitch it right now. Get we'll get we'll get Disney to buy us out. Yes. Well, do you have any other thoughts on this uh, on this special? No, I honestly thought you did. You wrap. You uh, summarized the new version very well. And I sorry think... for uh, derailing this whole thing, but I was I I have hot takes, hot feelings about this special because of how much I just really didn't like it. No, they whiff it, man. They really whiff. They never say Halloween once that you said and. I think making it Max story is a lot better. I mean, like, who are you not going to get to, like, a dog? Yes. You know, it's, like, hard to hate a dog. Exactly. Especially one that's been ripped apart from its family. Oh, my God. Max is such a tragic soul. I know, honestly. Like, if we look at all the films that we've watched so far, I think Max is probably the most three-dimensional. Like, probably. the most heartache, best backstory. Ten out of ten. Ten good out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, so I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Let's, uh, let's call it a day. Uh... Thanks everybody for uh, for listening to this uh, to this adventure we just went on. I hope you're having a great Halloween month. Uh, you should stick around with us for a little bit longer. We've got some more uh, spooky treats in store. Yes, we got a little more scary stuff coming up. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow us on iTunes, Instagram, Facebook. If you want us to follow, this movie broke me. If you want to follow us on Instagram, oh my god, I just said that. If you want to follow us on Frickin' Twitter. Twitter. There we go. It's DR Script Podcast, just Dr. Script Podcast. I had another joke to say, but I totally just blanked on it. We do this for you, the listeners. We torture ourselves with these with these projects <laughs> just so you can be entertained. Yes. Um, oh, I'm so frustrated. Another That's joke, right. and I can't remember it. I'll, I'll try and fill in. Uh, uh, d- listen, we're Dr. Script, talking about Dr. Seuss, and we'll doctor see you later. Was that good? Did I do a good closing? No, but we'll just take it for now. All right. I respected it. I respected it. All right. uh, See you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.